the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Management Studios. This is AM 1280. The Patriot. WWTC. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Portugal's Prime Minister has thanked the hundreds of firefighters combating forest fires that have killed at least 62 people. Correspondent Joseph Wilson reports that Portugal tends to suffer from forest fires in the summer as temperatures get really high and the conditions are dry. This is the biggest tragedy due to fire in recent memory. In 1966, 25 soldiers lost their life fighting wildfire. And, for example, last summer, four people died in the forest fires in Portugal. But this is the biggest in recent memory. Prime Minister Antonio Costa tweeted his deepest regret for the victims and a word of encouragement and strength for all who helped combat this scourge. Senator Marco Rubio says it's best for the country to let the FBI's investigation into Russia meddling in the 2016 presidential election take its course. This is SRN News. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot. I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here on this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, please go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our great marketing partners. Thank you for listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. I'm Josh Wolf from the Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Weather Center. Today, some clouds high near 71. Tomorrow, chance of showers throughout the day, high of 72. Now you can listen live to The Patriot on our Facebook page. And while you're there, give us a like. Find the link at am1280thepatriot.com. That's am1280thepatriot.com. for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Hey, we're on now. All right. Hey, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into the broadcast today. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488 or text any comments or questions to 651-243-0390 or weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN, hashtag N-A-R-N. For any comments or questions regarding today's show content, and as always, we appreciate you tuning into the broadcast today. And happy Father's Day to all you dads out there. If you happen to be listening live, well, I appreciate your dedication uh, for taking uh, time away from being spoiled uh, by uh, by your brood. But 
uh, if this was your Father's Day gift and you asked to listen to the Northern Alliance Radio Network, while I'm humbled, and I hope to uh, deliver on that faith that you have in the uh, program, that is for sure. But in all seriousness, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. And uh, even if you're listening later on in the podcast, certainly understand you can take a little reprieve. And I doubt my dad is listening. My, neither of my parents listen to the show because we're on opposite ends of the political spectrum. But uh, <laughs> nevertheless, happy Father's Day to my dad, Ed Carlson, who lives out in uh, California. I'll probably be calling him uh, today or tomorrow because tomorrow's his birthday. So there's a, occasionally there are some years where his birthday and Father's Day are fall on the same day. Uh, but uh, look forward to chatting with him very soon. I got I got a guest coming up in the last uh, couple segments. Of the broadcast, this one-hour broadcast today, so I want to get right into some of the big news items from this past week. Of course, one of the bigger news items was the uh, Wednesday morning uh, shooting that took place in Alexandria, Virginia, where a gunman opened fire on some GOP members of Congress who were having baseball practice. You know, they have the annual congressional baseball game between the Democrats and the Republicans. And I'll read the uh, AP story uh, regarding this. A uh, rifle-wielding attacker opened fire on Republican lawmakers as they practiced for a charity baseball game Wednesday, critically wounding House GOP whip Steve Scalise of Louisiana and hitting aides and Capitol Police as congressmen and others dove for cover. The assailant, who had nursed grievances against President Donald Trump and the GOP, fought a gun battle with police before he, too, was shot and later died. Uh, The uh, shooter was identified as James T. Hodgkinson, a 66-year-old home inspector from Illinois who had several minor run-ins with the law in recent years and belonged to a Facebook group called Terminate the Republican Party. He had been living out of his van in the Alexandria area in recent months, the FBI said. So that would probably indicate there was a there was some plotting and planning of this particular incident. I mean, all you have to do is just, you know, browse a little bit online. You know, where would you know a bunch of GOP members of Congress be out in the open? You know, well, they, they have the annual baseball game every year, the charity baseball game, you know, between the Democrats and Republicans every year. Okay, well, I can't very well go into um, whatever the name of the stadium is the Washington Nationals play because that's where the baseball game took place. Can't very well go in uh, wielding weapons. So where 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 could I maybe find them out in the open? Oh, yeah, they have to practice, don't they? And, and I don't know how he found out this information, or if that's public, or if that's public knowledge. You know where they're going to be practicing, and it would be open to the public. I don't know because obviously there were Capitol Police. Well, there'd be Capitol Police going wherever mer- members of Congress would go. But uh, there are a lot of things that struck me about this. And number one, I, I refuse to uh, get, well, first of all, let me back, let me backtrack. Apparently, and, and, and has, I guess it's been confirmed, that this particular gunman, again, he was a big anti-Republican, uh, big-time anti-Republican, uh, was a, a Bernie Sanders supporter, he was he posted a lot of anti-republican memes on his uh, Facebook page. Uh, let me see if I can find some of the uh, I had it and now I lost it. There well there was um uh, a number of uh, anti-republican Facebook pages of of which he was a uh, uh subscriber. So it was 
yeah, here we go. Terminate the Republican. It was a Facebook group with such names as Terminate the Republican Party. And the road to hell is paved with Republicans. And he was also sharing GOP mess- anti-GOP messages and memes on his Facebook page. I bring all this up to say that there has been a very angry, there's been very angry anti-Trump rhetoric being put out there for, well, pretty much since the day he was elected. I mean, you remember after the day he was elected, there was a group of people in the street. CNN went out and, you know, there was this protest taking all taking place all over these major cities in the U.S. And I forget which city this was, but CNN was covering a big protest in this particular major city. And it may have been Philadelphia, but don't quote me on that. And a young lady basically said, you know, this is a disgrace that someone like this can hold the uh, most powerful office in the United States. You know, we're, we're, we're in the midst of, we're, we're going to need to start a revolution. And she basically said, people need to die before we're going to wake up in this country. That's what this person said. Okay. This was literally a day or two after the election. Okay. And that weekend, and then the weekend after Trump was inaugurated, uh, Madonna got up there at the podium. Singer Madonna got up there and said that she has fantasies about blowing up the White House. Or hip hop star Snoop Dogg, the video that showed a very obviously a Trump figure with a clown face and shooting this this Trump person, you know, shooting this person who's supposed to be Donald Trump. You know, of course, one of the big stories: Kathy Griffin holds a bloody severed head of Donald Trump. Okay, you're not his real head, of course. I think it goes without saying. And then this dandy from a uh, professor in Washington D.C who I think he is a professor at the Institute of Art in Washington, D.C., by the name of John Griffin. Uh, he shared, Back in early May, he shared a, a post from the he shared a Facebook post from the Washington Post that's saying uh, the Republican health care act, uh, Republican health care bill is an act of monstru- monstrous cruelty. It should stain those who supported it to the end of their days. This was the Washington Post editorial. And this John Griffin replied to it by saying, they should be lined up and shot. That's not hyperbole. Blood is on their hands. So there was very obviously a climate calling for violence against Donald Trump and other Republicans. Now, to be clear, members of Congress, Democrat members of Congress are clear of this. Even Bernie Sanders, when he found out that this gunman, James Hodgkinson, was a supporter of his, came out and condemned it wholeheartedly. No, no caveats, nothing. Just came out and said he was sickened by it. And it's a shame that Senator Sanders had to come out and do that. But unfortunately, this is the climate we're in. And so I'm not, a, I'm not here to suggest that all people left of center have blood on their hands for this. I mean, I know plenty of people left of center who aren't frothing at the mouth lunatics, okay? But unfortunately, in our sensationalized society, the frothing kooks are the ones who are going to get the, uh, the the biggest microphone to speak into. And, but I will say that any leftists who is all who are all indignant over their climate of calls for violence and climate of hate being called out, uh, spare me the in, spare me the indignance. I'll just say that. And I, it goes back to two thousand eleven 
where Democrat Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords was holding a meeting with constituents outside, I think, a grocery store or someplace in Tucson, Arizona, and was shot by Jared Lautner. And, of course, because a congresswoman was part of the carnage, there were other people who died and other people who were mortally wounded, including Representative Giffords. She survived, uh, thankfully. But when a congresswoman was shot like this, people were like, okay, um, perhaps it has something to do with her politics. What could it be? And so people went, found Sarah Palin's Political Action Committee website and saw congressional districts, a map with congressional districts, and Gabrielle Gifford's congressional district had a crosshair symbol over it, indicating that's a district we're targeting to try to flip from a Democrat to Republican. Any sane, common-sense, rational person would not even think twice that that was an indication Gabby Gifford should be shot so a Republican could take over that congressional seat. Stupid. If you think that, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to be blunt. You're stupid. You just are. But nevertheless, that was the drumbeat that was moving forth. So apparently, in the mind of some leftists, vociferous opposition to a health care bill, i.e. the Affordable Care Act, and out-of-control taxation is equivalent to violent rhetoric. But Madonna saying she has fantasies of blowing up the White House, a protester two days after election say people have to die before we wake up, Snoop Dogg shooting a Trump-like figure in his music video, Kathy Griffin showing a uh, mythical severed head of the president, a D.C. professor saying the GOP should be lined up and shot because they voted for the American Health Care Act. Well, those are just a oh, those are just a scant few extreme. Well, you know, they don't they don't speak for us. And by the way, my a good friend of mine, Kevin Ecker, brought this up on his Facebook page. Isn't it amazing how this gunman? He's a far left Democrat. He doesn't represent all Democrats, but he represents all gun owners. Isn't that amazing how that works? That suddenly, well, you know, because of course the gun gun control demagoguery inevitably came up. And I bring all this up to bring you to this portion of the New York Times editorial talking about this, about the political climate and the political discourse. And they were very upfront about Hodgkinson's politics. Well, let me read this excerpt of this New York Times editorial. Was this attack evidence of how vicious American politics has become? Probably. In 2011, when Jared Lee Lautner opened fire in a supermarket parking lot, grievously wounding Representative Gabby Giffords and killing six people, including a nine-year-old girl, the link to political incitement was clear. Think about that for a second. The link to political incitement was clear. I'll come back to that. Before the shooting, Sarah Palin's political action committee circulated a map of targeted electoral districts that put Ms. Giffords and 19 other Democrat under stylized crosshairs. Conservatives and right-wing media were quick on Wednesday to demand forceful condemnation of hate speech and crimes by anti-Trump liberals. They're right. There's no, though there's no sign of incitement as direct as in the Giffords attack, liberals should, of course, hold themselves to the same standard of decency that they ask of the right. Are they being serious here? There's no sign of incitement? For this particular incident where this uh, James Hodgkinson opened fire and GOP congressman, I just gave you a whole laundry list of them. And yet the Lautner case in 2011 where there was no connection to politics whatsoever. And by the way, David French points this out at the National Review. You know how the New York Times could have 
uh, ascertained that there was no political connection of the Jared Lee Lautner shooting of, of Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords by consulting a piece written by one of their own reporters at the New York Times just days after the Tucson incident where they indicated Jared Lee Lautner's mental state. They could have gone to their own newspaper and found this out. But the editorial board, is so. this was so stunningly lazy and inept, and some legal people say borderline libelous. And then after the significant backlash that the New York Times suffered from this, let me see if I, they, they did kind of come out and uh, issue a uh, correction. They said, well, <laughs> well I, uh, an earlier version of this editorial incorrectly stated that a link existed between political incitement and the 2011 shooting of Representative Gabby Giffords. In fact, no such link was established. <sighs> Stunning. Stunning. It's like they're just throwing stuff against the wall and see what sticks. And when this didn't stick and when they got so much backlash, oh, okay, yeah, we better back off of it. Those of you who regularly subscribe to the New York Times, the editorial, you should be, you, you should be, you should be the most angry with this editorial board because they think you're stupid. They think you have no ability to remember big news stories from the past. Even MSNBC's Chris Hayes, hardly a conservative stooge, came out and said, when he read the initial editorial, he says, yep, that's nuts. That's crazy. So the New York Times, again, the opinion page, put out a a few tweets regarding this uh, correction. Uh, We published an editorial uh, regarding the the shooting at the GOP men's baseball team practice field in Alexandria. We got an important fact wrong, incorrectly linking political incitement and the 2011 shooting of Giffords. No link was ever established. We're sorry about this, and we appreciate that our readers called us on the mistake. We've corrected the editorial. Ah, so, so just a basic, big, collective shrug and saying, our bad. I uh, need to take a break real quick. Uh, Bob, we have a couple of minutes before we uh, go to break. Uh, no, actually, if we can take Bob's call on line one right now, and then we have to go to a break. Uh, Bob and St. Paul, thanks for your patience. You're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Well, I was just wondering, how come you never ask, you know, the Madonna, the Snoop Dogg, you know, the man, you know, the mainstream media, you know, what they feel after an event like this takes place. I mean, it seems like what you usually hear from left-wingers after an event that takes place is there's enough blame to go around for both sides. Yeah, thanks for the call, Bob. Legitimate point. Like I said, um, these people who are, uh, they trot out there, you know, specifically some like Madonna, you know, it's more of a marriage of convenience for some left-wingers because she could probably bring in some <laughs> fundraising dollars for certain candidates. But then when she speaks out of turn like this, yeah, I don't hear a lot of worldwide, a uh, lot of uh, nationwide condemnation uh, from the left on that. But again, it's a society we live in, and uh, I don't particularly like it, but, you know, that's unfortunately what it, where we're at, 651 289-4488 is the number to call. Brad Carlson, the closer, right here in the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. You've worked hard your entire life, but there's frustration because you're not sure you've saved enough money for retirement. And it's not your fault. The decisions you've been taught are designed to make Wall Street wealthy, not you. Tune into the Online Trading Academy radio show, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 3 p.m. 
on AM 1280, The Patriot. Learn stocks, options, futures, and Forex to profit from these markets. Text OTA at 313131 or go to learnwithota.com. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020. This is Lon Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. As Americans, we are drawn together by so much more than what divides us. We have a common sense of purpose and destiny, and we wake up each day knowing how blessed we are to live in this remarkable country. Even as we are saddened by news of the shooting of House Majority Whip Steve Scalise and four others, including two Capitol Police officers who were wounded while doing their jobs, we recognize that we as Americans must be about so much more than what separates us. We come together to celebrate the bravery of our first responders and marvel at those who place their lives on the line each day to protect the things we hold dear. And we come together in spite of the pettiness in politics to honor those who serve the public each day selflessly and courageously. Now is a time for us to rise above our differences. Now is a time to elevate the tone of our public discussions and to remember that our fates are tied together as Americans. I'm Lon He Chen. Listen to AM 1280 The Patriot while in the office, at home, up at the cabin, on the go, wherever you go with the iHeartRadio app. You'll always get crystal clear signal with AM 1280 The Patriot when you use the app. So download the iHeartRadio app for your mobile device or tablet and never miss a moment of your favorite programs like Hugh Hewitt, The Dennis Prager Show, Michael Medved, and more. AM 1280 The Patriot on iHeartRadio. Visit your device's app store. Download it today. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in today. Check out my blog, bradcarlson.org. and we're here to take your phone calls. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also text your comments or questions. Six five one two four three zero three nine zero. And you can use uh, Twitter at hashtag NARN, hashtag NARN for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, One of the big local stories from this past week uh, was the uh, verdict in the trial of St. Anthony police officer uh, Geronimo Yanez, who fatally shot Philando Castile last summer in Falcon Heights. Uh, When this, when it, I initially heard that the jury was deliberating, and then it got into third, fourth, fifth days 
fifth day of deliberations, I had an inkling that uh, a uh, not guilty verdict was imminent. And uh, sure enough, here is the uh, Pioneer Press story. The jury jury reached its verdict of not guilty on the manslaughter charge, as well as two counts of dangerous discharge of a firearm Friday afternoon after about 30 hours of deliberations. It was delivered in a Ramsey County District courtroom packed with family members and friends of both Yanez and Castile. Uh, I talked about this shooting, obviously, in the aftermath uh, 11 months ago, and from day one, I've never been comfortable with how everything went down. From all indications, uh, Flano Castillo was a per, had a permit to carry his firearm and did the honorable thing by mentioning that he had one on his person. And from what I understand, people who, who have told me this and have taken permit-to-carry classes as well as, as, as legal folks have told me uh, he's under no obligation to reveal that. If he, he's legally, uh, he has a permit to legally carry it, so he has no obligation to disclose it. But he felt like he wanted to do the honorable thing, didn't want any problems. He was told that he was pulled over for a broken taillight. But it was later learned that Officer Yanez pulled him over because he resembled a suspect in an armed robbery of a convenience store. I believe it was in Lauderdale, which is near Falcon Heights. I believe that was it. It's a small town. It's kind of not far from Highway 280. So, yeah, it's, a, it's near Falcon Heights, obviously. And that's why Yanez pulled over Castile's. Like, oh, there goes a car that looks like a suspect in a, in a convenience store robbery. So he pulled him over and initially indicated that there was a, uh, a broken taillight. And CNN had kind of the uh, transcript of the encounter that uh, Yanez exchanged greetings with Castile and told him of the brake light problem. Then his uh, partner, St. Officer St. Anthony Police Officer Joseph Kauser, who had arrived on backup, approached Castile's car on the passenger side because Yanez was obviously on the driver's side. Yanez asked for Castile's driver's license and proof of insurance. Castillo provided Yanez with his proof of insurance card. Then Yanez looked at Castillo's insurance information, then tucked the card in his pocket. Castillo told Yanez, Sir, I have to tell you that I do have a firearm on me. Before Castillo completed the sentence, Yanez interrupted and replied, Okay, and placed his right hand on the holster of his gun. Now, again, earlier, just just literally 15 seconds earlier, Yanez asked for Castillo's driver's license and proof of insurance. Castillo said, I had a gun. You know, just want to let you know. And the officer basically told him, well, don't reach for it then. He says, well, I'm not going to reach for it. So apparently Castillo, when reaching for his wallet where his driver's license was, Yanez seemed to think that he was reaching for his gun. And in Castillo's mind, he's like, well, of course he's not going to shoot me. I, I told him I'm not going to reach for my for my gun. I'm reaching for my driver's license because he told me to get my driver's license. So you can imagine how a driver is feeling because anytime you get pulled over, it's a stressful situation. But when a cop has his hand on his holster... That probably ratches it up. So it's hard to really think rationally. So in Castile's mind, he's thinking, I'm getting the driver's license, he, you know, like he asked. Did Yanez, Officer Yanez, apparently forget that he asked for the driver's license? And then he didn't think for a second that Castile was reaching for his driver's license? Now, again, I'm not here to pig pile on Yanez either. Because in his mind, he's pulling over someone that resembles an armed robbery suspect. And if he firmly believes this, well, he's going to be cautious. And so if he's thinking that this Castillo who told him he had a gun 
and is reaching for where normally one keeps a gun, then he's going to be extra cautious. Then they end up discharging seven shots into the car, and it ended up fatally killing uh, Philando Castillo, or end up killing uh, Philando Castillo, fatally killing. That's kind of a double, uh, kind of redundant. Apologize for that. End up killing Philando Castillo, and apparently his uh, Castillo's last words were. I wasn't reaching for it because Yanez, Officer Yanez, while holding the gun, I'm saying, don't reach for it, don't reach for it, don't reach it. And then after he was shot, Castillo apparently moaned and said, I wasn't reaching for it, and then he passed away. Um, Utterly heartbreaking, senseless, didn't have to happen, shouldn't have happened, shouldn't have happened. And it was heartbreaking to hear their reactions, obviously, of Castillo's family because they've had the... uh, They've had the unfathomable task of burying a loved one, particularly Valerie Castile, Philando's mother. I mean, any parent that has to bury a child, it's, again, unfathomable. So Valerie Castile, after the verdict was read, you know, she got out there at the podium and spoke and said, Yanez may have gotten away with justice on this planet of existence. He will not get away with divine justice. He has to answer to someone bigger than all of us. He's just here. We're going to, we're just going through this human experience, and he will have to face his creator, and I hope he'll die tonight. Now, people focused on that part of it. I hope he'll die tonight, as if to say that, you know, Valerie Castile was inciting violence and to hunt down Yanez. And I didn't take that at all. I took it as, hey, he's going to face his creator one day. He's going to be judged. And you know what? I hope it. You know, I, my hope would be that he'd face his creator tonight. I didn't take it as they were calling for, she was calling for people to hunt him down and take him out. I didn't take that at all. And right or wrong, a grieving mother who doesn't feel she got justice for her son. Um, this may sound a, uh, this may sound a little off the cuff or whatever, but I, I, I I'm giving her a pass. I am. I, I am because I, I, I can't imagine what this woman is going through, not only having lost her son less than a year ago, but then not getting the justice that she felt that was that had come to him. So, uh, you know, but people seem to focus on that one phrase. And if you take it in all the context, she's saying he's going to meet his creator one day, and I hope it's sooner rather than later because he needs to be judged for what he had done. So just an awful, awful situation has come to uh, not really the best conclusion, let's be honest. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Brad Carlson, the clothes are back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Aw, man, I need a new car. Don't you need to sell your car first? Yeah, what a hassle. Where do I start? One site does it all. Carsoup.com. Carsoup? Yeah. List your car for free at Carsoup.com. You can also shop thousands of new and used car specials with exclusive price offers. Wow, what about financing? Carsoup has that, too. Just click on Loan Options. Cripes, Carsoup has it all. Yeah, they're Minnesota-based with everything you need to buy, research, and sell. Hey, where are you going? I'm going to Carsoup.com. Bryce's lifeless body slumped over the piano keyboard. His forehead played a dissonant chord that reverberated throughout the hall. Not his best performance, I thought. I opened the back of his neck with my screwdriver. A couple of fresh bars of lithium brought him and the music back to life. I am sure that someday he will do the same for me. If this 20-second performance made you feel something, imagine what an entire Audible book can do. Visit audible.com to start your free 30-day trial. Pro-life across America, the Billboard people. My 
dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at Pro-Life Across America. America.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. People say there are billions of dollars lost in a market crash. The truth is, they're not lost, they just exchange hands. And the good news is, by gaining the right kind of knowledge, you can learn to recognize the opportunities that exist, and more importantly, act on them. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. Along with being an investment advisor, Tradeway offers our students a powerful education so that they can take their investments in their own hands. We break down the confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We keep it simple, fun, and personal. Come join us at our next two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn to take small steps to reach your biggest goals. Coming to the AC Hotel, Minneapolis, downtown, June 23rd and 24th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with another segment on the broadcast. It is me, Brad Carlson, and here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can text your comments or questions at 651-243-0390, weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARN, hashtag NARN for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you've listened to this program for any length of time, you know we are uh, big-time supporters of the Miss Minnesota Scholarship Organization. And it was a mere 17 hours ago, approximately, that yep, we yep. Uh, crowned Miss Minnesota <laughs> 2017. And uh, she is here today, uh, Brianna Drevlo. She hails from uh, Thief River Falls, currently a, a graduate teaching assistant at Bowling Green State University, as well as a, a grad student herself. Is that right, I Brianna? am. Okay. I am a grad student. And uh, has, uh, I've described as otherworldly talent when oh, she gets goodness. on that Thank piano. You, <laughs> well, Brianna, Thank you. welcome to the broadcast. Good Thank to have you. you on. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, and uh, have, you, uh, have you slept yet, Brianna Drevlo? Do I, we know? I have had four full hours of sleep. Okay. That's about it, but I think I'll probably be getting more after I'm done here. I was too excited to come see you today. I appreciate this. <laughs> yes, yes. And you're not mad at me for drawing it out. Oh, my cause, goodness. Because no. Ben kind of gave me your boyfriend over here. He's bigger and stronger than me. kind of gave me a little guff saying, yeah, you made us wait a little bit longer. You know what, though? I think the suspense, the suspense was killing everybody. But for me, the pageant went by so fast. I mean, true, before, true. I, before I knew it, there was this crown being placed on my head. And I was just saying to myself, what is going on? This is crazy. But no, I'm really happy to be here today. 
Absolutely. Well, uh, I guess kind of share with the listeners a little bit about uh, maybe, uh, well, maybe your pageant history. Were you one sure. of these uh, toddlers and tiara types, uh, Brianna? Oh, goodness, no. Uh, not um, so much? No, no. Okay. I see, see, Brad, I grew up, so I'm the oldest of 11 kids. I knew this, yes. And wow. um, I, I grew up with mostly brothers when I was younger. And then I, my sisters are a little bit, um, there's a little bit more of an age difference between my sisters and I. But I grew up okay. mostly with brothers. So, I mean, I was playing out in the sandbox and in the mud with them. So okay. I didn't really do the pageant thing. Um, until I was in high school, I was an outstanding teen. Uh, I was Miss Red River Valley's Outstanding Teen, which is now Miss Moorhead's Outstanding Teen in 2010. And so then from there, um, I had that experience to go compete for Miss Minnesota's Outstanding Teen in 2011, where I was second runner-up and talent winner. And there, I, you know, I, oh. that really started my love of um, pageants. And that, that was a great opportunity for me to get to learn what, about, you know, what the Miss America organization was all about. Sure, absolutely. Um, I competed for a few locals after that, and took runner-up, but I didn't get a chance to go to the Miss Minnesota stage until 2016 last year as Miss Thief River Falls, uh, which was my first Miss title. And I was lucky enough to be a preliminary talent winner and first runner-up there. I do remember, yes. Which was really exciting. Uh, for my first time, I had no expectations walking into Miss Minnesota last year. And to even walk out with that was amazing. So this year, um, just to take home both preliminary talent, preliminary swimsuit, and then um, to take the crown to northern Minnesota is just a true honor. So. Yeah, and I, re- I do remember this last year because yeah. uh, you – I remember – and I don't know if you remember this. You were talking to uh, – my co MC last year was Siri on yes. finals night. You were talking to us, and you were I, – I could tell you were totally relaxed. Say, hey, I'm going to give it my all. <laughs> if it doesn't work out, I got plenty going on, yeah, Bowling Green, yeah. and, you know, I'm good, and – and right. I thought, what a, what a great attitude. Yeah. I, now, I took that as meaning is that, okay, this was one, my one shot. And I'm going to move on if it doesn't work out. I mean, what, I guess what was your mindset? I mean, finishing first runner-up, did that change your calculus? Or did you were you always open to maybe coming back, Brianna? Well, I was open to coming back. But, you okay. know, to me, my... I, I was, I, to be honest, I was a little worried about grad school. And so I was like, I want to make sure my education is a big thing. And I know that that's the Miss America organization really promotes that. Yes. So I wanted to make sure that my education, my career was taken, taken care of first and in place before I added another title um, to, to the mix. So um, I, when I was awarded first runner up, you know, I looked at my mom after the pageant. And I was like, mom, we got to come back. We got to come back. I okay. had so much wow. fun. Okay. I we had so much fun. So, and I knew that, you know, I had this great opportunity in Bowling Green. And, you know, Brad, I even had that same um, mindset coming into the pageant this year that, you know, um, I, I knew that I worked really hard this year. Um, to, to be honest, this was something I prepared for Miss America. I was not preparing for Miss Minnesota, but rather okay. for Miss America. Interesting. So I made sure that, you know, my, my wardrobe was ready. I made sure that my interview um, skills were ready. I made sure that Every every area of competition was ready for the Miss America stage, but most importantly, I wanted to make sure that my heart and my my service organization or my service um, and everything I've done there represented uh, what I thought a Miss America should be. So I worked incredibly hard this year on top of going to grad school, but I walked in, you know, thinking to myself, I have gone through this incredible journey this year of growth and maturity, mm-hmm. um, both uh, through being a title holder this year. But also just going to graduate school and living on my own in Ohio. Sure, sure. Uh, that that took a while too. So, um, learning about that and learning that about myself, walking into this pageant, I told myself, you know, if it happens, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. it doesn't, I have so many amazing opportunities I've already been awarded. You know that I I've had this growth and this experience um, being in the Miss America organization. I have had the opportunity to go to graduate school and to continue my education, yes. um, which yes. you know that that's amazing too. I've done a lot with my sister's organization. I've started a small business. All of these things that are they're so important to me. 
and they've helped me grow. And I have to just count my blessings in that way. So this is just the icing on the cake. Speaking of Miss America, yes. have you ever been to Atlantic City before? No, I've never okay, been to Atlantic City. I've go. been to New Jersey. I've been to Hoboken, but I've, I've heard Atlantic City's a little shinier. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I'm really excited to go to Atlantic City. Um, I'm really excited to just represent the state of Minnesota to yes. the very best of my ability. Yeah, and uh, obviously uh, you've had uh, many uh, great examples uh, yeah. before you. Do you have a uh, particular favorite uh, Miss, Miss Minnesota or Miss so, America from the past? Oh, this is a good story. So I I admire every Miss Minnesota, I think, because they all have unique legacy of their own. No but question. Yeah. when I was a young girl, I took piano lessons with Marsha Canoodala. Now, if that name sounds familiar for our listeners mm. who are familiar with the Miss America organization, you would know that there were two Canoodala sisters that were Miss Minnesota's that were both pianists. Those were her nieces. Okay. And so okay. I met Catherine and Carrie when I was a little girl. Um, there's a great picture. If you go on to my Instagram and Facebook, which right now is Miss North, well, Miss North Star 2017, Brianna Drevlo or okay. Brianna.Drevlo at Instagram. Um, there is a great photo collage I posted last week of there's um, a picture of Carrie and I when I was seven years old. I think I saw this. Yeah, yeah, very and cool. it, it's adorable. And she came to our house and she had brought ice cream, played piano, and she spent the whole entire evening with us as Miss Minnesota. And it was there. We didn't, um, we, you know, it wasn't like you know she was forced to go. She came on her own will because she wanted to spend time with us. And nice, to me, spending nice. time with a Miss Minnesota like her, uh, who was so talented and gifted, and just I mean, the a heart of gold. And then later having that same experience and getting to do appearances as an outstanding teen with Catherine when she was Miss Minnesota. Okay. Uh, yeah. The Canoodala sisters have really inspired both my love of pageantry, but also just my um, my community service and how um, I want to grow as a musician, too, as Catherine is also a composer like myself. That's true. So, yeah. Which is really cool. So. Um, those two in particular are my, they are just my role models to the highest, you know, to the highest ideals. And with that, um, last night we took a picture and I don't know if you saw the picture that was being taken by Paula, but, um, my mom and dad brought a t-shirt on stage after we took a picture with the former Miss Minnesotas mm-hmm. and it was my t-shirt from when I was a little girl. It was a size like youth small Oh my gosh! Okay. and it had <laughs> Carrie's face on it and said, Miss Minnesota. Um, 2001 on the back, it said music makes a difference. I love it. And I, I just started, you know, it was, it's a pretty emotional night, but I started crying when I saw that because I said, you know what, that, that Miss Minnesota, um, has always been a, a, you know, an aspiration of mine, but you know, getting to be, you know, following and carrying Catherine's footsteps and seeing this little memento from my childhood just really made the night so sweet. And of course, uh, we always love to emphasize one of the, you could argue one of the more important aspects of being a title holder is, of course, your platform. Of course. uh, Juvenile Arthritis, sponsored by one of your younger sisters. Why don't you kind of expand on that a little bit? Yeah. So, like I said, I'm the oldest of 11. Mm -hmm. And my younger, one of my younger sisters, she's so one for my listeners before I delve into the story. So all of us start with the, our, all of our names start with B. And so my mom likes to organize this by calling us B one, two, three, four, all six, et cetera. That makes so sense. I'm B one. Um, so B nine, Brenna. I got nine, it. Yeah. So she's ninth in line. Um, she was diagnosed with arthritis at the age of four. Mm, and so okay. this is something that my family has openly embraced and something that we find, um, kind of solace in that, you know, Brenna struggles with juvenile arthritis and it's polyarticular. So it's in all of these joints and she has uveitis and she will occasionally have inflammation in her stomach as well. Mm, And so it's really, it's really tough to watch her deal with that and to take all of her medication to watch her struggle through flare ups and, 
um, to kind of feel self-conscious in her own body sometimes. So as a family, you know, we can't take on that pain. And I mean, if I could take on all of that pain for her, I totally would. Sure, sure. But, um, you know, it's better for our family that we created Brenna's Brigade as a means of advocacy and that raising awareness for her, for kids like her and giving her a voice to talk about you know, what she's dealing with, and it kind of helps with our family to cope with it. And if what our services and our organization can provide for other families in Minnesota, then, you know, we're, we're totally open to that. And we, we love to help other kids that are just like Brenna. Um, these families are absolutely amazing. Yes. We all are so connected because of this disease, and we all know that this disease is not going to tear our families down. Instead, we're going to build each other up and we're going to find a cure. So that's something that's very special to to me. In fact, my sister Brenna was one of my princesses this year. And yes, it just, that's right. Yeah. Again, we talk about emotional um, and having her standing by me while I was having my crowning moment, I think just really made the night so special. So getting to share that with her and of course my other sisters, Brooke and Braylon too. Very but, wonderful yeah. moment. No question yes. about it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking with Miss Minnesota 2017 uh, Brianna Drevlo, if you have a, a question or comment, hey, feel free to give us a call, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. And you could also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NARN, hashtag N-A-R-N. One final so- segment coming up in mere moments. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. This is a warning to all household pests, to all cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, and rats. If you've made yourself at home in someone else's home, you'd better hope the owners never hear about Terminix. Because Terminix has the know-how and the means to do whatever it takes to remove you from that home. Terminix has 90 years of experience eliminating home invaders. And they make it easy for homeowners to be protected by offering a free pest estimate by calling 1-800-763-6840. Cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, rats, and other pests. This is your last chance. With one call, Terminix will remove you from the home you've invaded. If you think you can simply come back later, think again. Terminix will never stop working to keep you out with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Pests. Wherever you are, I will find you. Pests. You've been warned. Homeowners are calling Terminix right now for a free pest estimate. 1-800-763-6840. 1-800-763-6840. 30-day money-back guarantee at participating locations. Limitations apply. See plan for details. Amazing to realize, but you know, it's been almost two years I've been talking with you about Relief Factor, and I can tell you I've been continually inundated with testimonials. This is Michael Medved, and I've received thousands of testimonials that come in telling me how excited people are to be out of pain, like Bob from Ohio, who writes, I had a herniated disc in my back in 1984. I started taking Relief Factor, and for the first time, I have been completely out of constant, sometimes excruciating pain. I'm now able to work in the yard, around the house, and do my job in comfort. This is a great product. That's the end of the quote. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip or knee pain, or general muscle pain, aches, pains of any kind, do what tens of thousands of others have done so successfully. Go to relieffactor.com and order their three-week quick start for just $19.95. 1-800-500-8384. That's 1-800-500-8384. 
What's on your travel horizon? For some, it's the city. Others, a tropical oasis or perhaps a cultural experience. At Travel Leaders Apple Valley, we recognize travel as a personal experience. It's our ambition to give you the personal attention, expertise, and exclusive advantages to help you embrace the joy of travel as much as we do. Travel is more than just a booking. Our experts are your personal guide to the world. From advising you of all the options, sharing insider tips, to understanding the complexities, we have a passion for travel. Most importantly, our travel experts give you the peace of mind of knowing that you can rely on us throughout your entire travel experience. Whatever is on your travel horizon, for great offers on air, hotels, cruises, and more, contact Travel Leaders Apple Valley at 952-432-6272. That's 952-432-6272. Or visit TravelLeaders.com slash AppleValleyMN. When you travel with Travel Leaders Apple Valley, you travel better. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Oh, you discovered the webcam. Good, good. Yep. <laughs> I'll send you that clip later on. So. So, oh, cool. Available on Ustream. So. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Hey, we're back with Miss Minnesota 2017, Brianna Drevlo, a mere 17 hours after she was crowned Miss Minnesota. She's been uh, saying she's running on 100% pure adrenaline. Oh, a few of course hours I of am. Sleep, and, uh, <laughs> that seems to be kind of the tradition after your first crown. You hit the... Hey, uh, after your first crown, after your crowning, you hit the ground running with uh, appearances and uh, whatever yep. else. But so. you know, wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, understandable. You know what you're getting into. That yep. is uh, that is for certain. <laughs> so, I uh, got a lot of. Uh, what are some of the uh, appearances you're looking forward to? Obviously, appearances regarding your platform about which you young ladies are most passionate. Uh, right, right. Something to look forward to. What are some of the unique appearances that you have coming up? Brianna? Yeah, so I'm looking forward to um, partnering with Gillette's Children's Hospital and with Sanford sure. Children's Hospital in Fargo and doing a lot of work with Children's Miracle Network. Um, I have a, a couple of good family friends that benefit from those services. So I look forward to just being with kids. Um, again, like with being in an old, you know, being the oldest of 11, I love being with kids all the time. Of course. Um, yeah. So, and then regarding my platform, uh, so my sister Brenna was recently named the National Youth Honoree uh, with the Arthritis Foundation. Wow. And so she'll okay. be honored at the Mall of America here um, in Bloomington next next March. And then she will be featured um, on all the publications for juvenile arthritis this year, which is amazing Um, and just a testament to how hard she works to advocate for herself, but also to advocate for others, too. So that's really great. Um, We also do um, an an event in Thief River Falls called Holiday Lights in Tourist Park, where we set up Christmas lights and businesses donate and drive through and donate to the Arthritis Foundation. That's a great event that happens every Christmas. and, of course, looking forward to going to Atlantic City oh, uh, yes, for yes. Miss America. We can't forget that. You have your own built-in entourage bringing in. I That's know. Cool. Well, yeah. my, my crew of people by the time. So my mom ordered these great buttons with my face on them. Sure, uh, sure. To kind of identify, you know, who's who. Because we have a lot in our family, and we kind of need a little bit of, an, you know, some kind of ID. Um, and <laughs> so right. it was it was just absolutely amazing, you know, when I finally came out of the dressing room after my meeting with the judges and doing pictures and meeting with the board um, I finally came out into the lobby about an hour after the pageant and just seeing all of these people with these buttons. It was about, what, 70 or so? Wow. It, it was amazing. Impressive. And I just, I, I again, emotional. 
yeah, so yeah. emotional, but it was just, it was so awesome. And just the love and support that I've received um, during this journey. And then we'll continue to receive for the rest of this year is just unbelievable. So, so what, is, yeah. So obviously, um, you know, as an individual, you individually wear the crown and sash, yeah. go around, you are Miss Minnesota. Cause only one young lady walks away with the title, but right. as you can attest to Brianna, having such a big family and of course uh, a bunch of new sisters and whatnot, it's, yeah. it's, it's really a team effort, isn't it? It is. Absolutely. And you know, so they say that the Miss America crown has those four points, right? Success, style, scholarship, and service, which, mm-hmm. of course, is the most important one. Of course. But, you know, my mom and I were talking about this earlier, that the crown and my sash, if you can see it on the webcam. <laughs> got it, got um, it, yep. yep. So it, there's <laughs> lots of jewels and sparkles and, you know, big and small, you know, stones on it. And those stones represent the people that you represent, the people that uplift and support you. And I think that that's a really great reminder that, you know, this title, it's not about me. It is about the state of Minnesota. It is about the people I serve. Um, I kind of feel like, you know, they do in Mean Girls where they rip off pieces of the crown and hand it to everybody. (laughs) I kind of feel that that's what I want to do in a metaphorical way that, you know, this crown is to be shared with the state. And so I I'm so looking forward to traveling every corner, you know, from way up in my neck of the woods, way far north down to, you know, way down south near Albert Lee or going over to Duluth or, I mean, literally every corner of the state. I'm so looking forward to sharing the crown and getting to meet people. I mean, the state is full of incredible, uh, just incredible people and incredible stories. And I want to share in that and listen more than do anything else. Now, have you uh, have you been have you traveled? I mean, being a teen title holder before, have yeah. you uh, have you been able to travel the entire state? Get, yes. a, get an idea of how I, big I, a state I it have, is. I have yeah. actually. So when I was an outstanding, my platform was actually about Minnesota uh, Minnesota State Parks and National Parks mm, okay. because my family we've traveled forty eight out of fifty states and we visited over two hundred and fifty national parks. Wow. Okay. So that's something that my family we love to travel and we don't fly. We road trip and of we course. have a fifteen passenger van. And we just, we hop in and we go. (laughs) So I've actually visited almost all of the state parks in Minnesota. So I've been to just about every corner of the state already. And that was in high school. And of course, I I love to travel. So I, you know, I travel as much as I can. So I'm excited to kind of go and revisit some of those towns that I've been to before, but in a little bit of a different context this time. So what have have your predecessors, if anything, have they kind of indicated to you what to expect this year coming in? Like I say... Like you've mentioned, you've been a title holder as a a teen before, but as far as now being a statewide title holder, you may be getting some national exposure. Have they kind of given you any insight as to what to expect? You know, the biggest thing they just said was to just stay very genuine and true to yourself. That, you know, you can only be the best version of yourself. And I believe Judy Garland said that. Mm -hmm. uh, That you you can't be a second-rate version of someone else. And so if you want to be the best title holder possible, you just need to really embrace your unique um, gifts and talents, and that's how you'll leave a legacy. Which I hope to do, and I've you know, and I've indicated that in the prior segment that uh, Brianna's talent uh, playing the piano, uh, yeah, it, <laughs> I, I, and I'm serious, it's otherworldly talent because well, I, you. Well, I love the piano, but for me, when I hear it, it's it's more of a like an ambiance or, yeah, for lack yeah. of a better phrase, background noise. But when you play, it's like. People drop things and like, what? It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> well, it's you. just so engaging. You, can, you yeah. can thank my mom and dad for the piano lessons. Oh, thanks, mom and dad. Dribble, <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. So um, I've played piano since I was three years old. Uh, and, um, you know, I mentioned in my talent video, my fingers could touch the keys, but my feet couldn't touch the pedals. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I I love playing the piano. It is one of my favorite ways to express myself. Um, I have actually 
since I was three up until now, I have consistently taken piano lessons. So I've never stopped taking lessons, whether it was at the high school, collegiate, or even at my master's. Um, I have continuously studied. And so that's something that I just love to do. And I I use it every day as a composer now that I write music and I research. So it's it's a really fun tool for me um, to express myself, but also to um, kind of do my do my actual job. So it's cool. Well, we are honored to have been joined today by Brianna Drevlo. She Miss Minnesota 2017. Uh, Brianna, we have a minute left to go. Uh, yeah. Anything more that you'd uh, like to share about the year upcoming? You got 364 sure. days left. You I know, know. But I it know, goes and quick. I'm so excited. Well, it I, goes quick well, from what I'm told. Well, hopefully so. <laughs> I get to come back and share another day with of you. Of course, we'd love it. We'd um, love it. I, I just encourage you all, if you haven't already, to go onto Facebook and you can follow Miss Minnesota. If you type in Miss America Minnesota, you'll see it. Right now it's Madeline's picture, but I promise you it'll change to mine pretty soon. Logistical stuff. We'll get right, to right. So just feel free to follow me on Facebook and follow my journey. Uh, reach out and connect. I'd love to hear your story. Um, and let's, you know, let's let's make a visit let's let's make our things happen absolutely and of course to follow along to some of the uh, appearances there will be myriad appearances that's certainly part of, of the, the title holder uh, missminnesota.org is a good resource as well where people absolutely. can check it out find out where uh, miss minnesota can be a spot near you and hey yes you could even uh, possibly book an appearance with miss minnesota you never absolutely. know uh, or you know if there's a young lady in your life between the ages of 17 and 24 that'd be interested in, in an opportunity to serve their community and be the miss america of their own community uh feel free yes go on to missminnesota.org for more information and uh like i said like us on facebook we're on instagram we're on twitter we're on tumblr uh, just let's stay connected in this day and age of social media, I wonder how previous title holders, like from 30, 40 years ago, I ever know, isn't somehow it they made it work, but now it's just so streamlined. It's amazing it's how it awesome. works. It's awesome. It's awesome, but I'm looking forward to it, Brad. Uh, Brianna, it was an honor to have you on the broadcast today and have thank your you. folks and the man in your life uh, stop oh, by as well. You. And uh, <laughs> it was a, it's a team effort, as you know. And, Absolutely. Uh, I am looking forward to seeing everything, all the great things you have uh, accomplished, will be accomplishing in your year, and the best is yet to come. You know awesome. this. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brad. Thank you, everyone. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you, as always, for tuning into the broadcast podcast today. Godspeed, my friends. Happy Father's Day to all you dads, and have a blessed week. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights. There is no better steward of your money than you. Helping you create wealth and income is our number one goal. Online Trading Academy teaches you trading and investing skills so you can protect and grow your investments to retire on your terms and never outlive your retirement savings. We teach you one-on-one how to grow your investments, even in a market that's at an all-time high. If your retirement is in a 401k or 403b, you can still learn the tools to improve their performance. Many students maintain their full-time jobs but still love learning to be more consistent while making a great second income from this market. We have been teaching successful trading techniques for 20 years. Once you get the education, you can trade on your own with confidence. Text OTA to 313131 and register for a free trading and investing workshop or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose, such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. 
In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at WNAV-video.com. That's WNAV-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Even the best students will struggle at some point in school. For many children, it is the subject of math that is most often the issue. There's a solution to the problem. It's Mathnasium, a math-only learning center designed to get your kids back on track. Does it work? Listen to what Megan, a Mathnasium student, has to say. When I first came in, I was not sure I wanted to be here. I knew I wanted to raise my grade, and I knew that would take work, but I wasn't sure how much I was going to like it. I learned that I was making math too hard for myself, and that it's much simpler, and that's what the teachers here help you learn. With Mathnasium, your child no longer needs to struggle. Instead, they have the opportunity to turn a weak subject into their strongest. Now my math grades are really good, actually. I'm actually getting an A right now. Give them a call to find out how they can improve your child's math skills and school performance. Visit us online at mathnasium.com or call us at 877-601-MATH. Help your child to succeed with help from Mathnasium, where they make math make sense to kids. From the Nepsis Capital Management. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.